Hello, I'm Mark Tucker. And I'm Darian Johnson. And we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. So as you notice, Ellen's gone this week, um, and we have a special guest, Darian Johnson. Um, hey, Darian, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a little hint. He's a fellow Alexa champion with me, um, so maybe you can even talk about that. Yeah, no. Um, so yes, Mark and I are part of the, the first batch of Alexa champions. Uh, we uh, So we've been going back and forth, I think, on, on Skype, not Skype, but... Uh, no, I can't even think of the tool, the, 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 the oh, chatting sorry. tool. Slack, yes, 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 for I feel like years now. But uh, but I am a, uh, a technology consultant by, by day. I spend my day um, helping my customers and my clients and my company um, use the AWS cloud primarily. And uh, at night, I'm a maker and I'm, a, and I'm a, a hacker and I'm a hardware designer and I do some software as well. And actually, my making journey started with Alexa. So my first product, my first making product five years ago was a smart, uh, was a smart uh, mirror that had Alexa uh, uh, built into it. And that kind of started me on my maker journey. And i um, happy to be here. Happy to talk about hardware. Happy to talk about software. I'm happy to talk about any and all things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you tell, uh, tell us about some of the other things that you've made over the year? They don't necessarily have to be voice enabled, but uh, there's a couple that I'm thinking of that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. But uh, why don't you share you know, projects you've done and maybe something yeah. you're currently working on? Sure. So, so I, um, I'd say half of my projects are voice, um, voice enabled. All of them are internet enabled. All of them are almost all of them are internet connected, and most of them use some aspect of the public cloud to do compute. So my, my point of view is that microcontrollers are awesome and they can do one or two things really well. But if you can take a microcontroller and pair it with the, you know, the, the, the capabilities of the public cloud with high-speed compute and tons of storage, well, then you get the best of both worlds and your microcontroller almost acts like a dumb terminal and all of your heavy processing happens in the cloud. So um, so, so there are a couple of things I've done. The first one is the, the, the Mystic Mirror. That's the one that I'm probably most known for, though it's the most stable, uh, sorry, it's the most stale of, of my designs. Uh, that is a, a smart mirror that had uh, Alexa voice service built into it. Um, imagine uh, a very uh, hacked up early version of like uh, the, the Echo Show, right? Something like that. Like 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 not not polished, just some some wood banged together with a with a uh, computer screen behind it attached to a Raspberry Pi that displayed some things and integrated with, with Alexa. That was my first uh, device. And that was awesome. Loved it. That got me uh, the notice of, of the champions group that became an Alexa champion. And then off I went. Uh, two other things that are kind of interesting are, you know, are my uh, smart candles. So I wanted to take smart lighting and just make it better, right? Uh, I've got smart lights all in my home. They're all Alexa enabled. Um, and I was trying to light candles for some reason. And uh, and I couldn't find matches, and I was just really frustrated that I that there wasn't a better version of a smart uh, a smart connected candle. So I designed one. I designed one that's actually built in wax, uh, integrates with Alexa with, with all kind of kind of smart home ecosystems. Actually emits uh, a scent because a wax warmer built in. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I think the other thing I'd I, I list out is something that's not necessarily Alexa related, but is very, very cool for anyone who loves Star Trek is my Star Trek mini display. And that is, uh, I love, I grew up on the next generation. Mm -hmm. Next generation is the best. Uh, don't, don't, don't at me. But um, 
I wanted to build a display that was operational that showed my kind of my steps, wanted to show my calendar, wanted to show the news of the day. So, so I built something um, that, that mimics the, uh, the LCARS display, the, the display that they use uh, in the next generation and on the, on the enterprise. So those are three pretty cool projects. And, and um, I put them out into the wild. They're on GitHub so people can download the code and make their own and make versions of their own. Um, and I moved on. I'm starting some other stuff as well. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah, no, the Star Trek computer, when I saw that, that just floored me. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I grew up on Next Generation as well. So um, I'm right there with you, one of my favorites. And uh, so without getting into all the you know details, because I'm sure we could talk hours just yeah. on the Star Trek computer, but uh, what are the types of um, like languages, hardware, just, mm. just you know, list them off and then uh, and then we'll switch it, transition over to the the uh, the Alexa event that we just had last week yes. that also talks yes. about hardware but let's let's yes. uh, let's talk a little bit for those who are interested maybe what tech they would need to learn to do some of those projects yeah so i think there's two flavors of things that i use one is a raspberry pi raspberry pi is a micro uh, computer right so it is a computer like a Mac or a Windows machine, uh, you can connect the keyboard to it, you can connect the monitor to it, and you can run multiple commands. Uh, those, my first projects were built with a, a Raspberry Pi. So those are great devices for getting started, but they are a computer, which means you have to write code and manage the OS, right? So that can become complex and complicated. I then moved to microcontrollers. And the one that I use a lot is, uh, is something as a, as a chip from Espresso, which is a Chinese manufacturer, is uh, the ESP32. S2, most makers know this chip. It's very versatile. It's got Wi-Fi. Uh, one of the versions has Bluetooth. Um, I All of my other projects have used that. In fact, my, my latest project uses that as well. So I'm big into displays and I'm working on a, a low power display now that can sit on a mirror or sit on the board that is uh, Wi-Fi enabled, as Alexa enabled. It's called the Newt. Uh, it was just released on, on Crowd Supply, which is a, a um, kind of a... a, a a maker site for makers. It's a site for makers to buy hardware, to buy products. So hopefully that will be released in the next month or two. Um, but those are the, probably the two the two things. The Raspberry Pi and ESP32. Use one of those two, you're going to get get to where you need to go. So what uh, programming languages would you use mm. to pr uh, program the Nude or program the, the Raspberry Pi? So uh, for the Raspberry Pi, I almost always use Python. Maybe a little bit of Node.js for any display work. Um, and then getting into the weeds a little bit, I use um, WebSockets for communication between the two. Like I find that Python makes the most sense for just just getting information and interacting with the um, like with the internet. And then I find that Node.js is much easier for for display development. So I send messages back and forth that way. Okay. Uh, with the ESP32 uh, and the ESP32 S2, I primarily use uh, the Arduino IDE, and that's written in C or C++. Uh, there is uh, there there are other flavors that use MicroPython or CircuitPython, uh, but for me, our Arduino is what I'm most comfortable with, and they're both Arduino compatible. All right, no, great. That's that's exciting. Um, you mentioned on your Star Trek computer that uh, you had some information, you know, things that were important to you, kind of like a personal dashboard. Is that yes. is that uh, right? Is that right. Yes. Um, let's get into some of the the devices that Amazon announced. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you're excited about the Echo Show 15. I know I really am. Yeah, I, I am and I'm not. And, and I'll explain. Um, I think it's a fascinating device and it's, 
look, I like displays, right? We've just I just spent the last ten minutes talking about all these displays that I that I've made or I'm thinking about making. Uh, the 15 is a beautiful device. It uh, I mean it works in landscape and in portrait mode. It has multiple widgets. I think that consumers will enjoy using it. I think that uh, skill makers will enjoy making for it. I just wish. I understand that the hardware has limitations and it has to be plugged in, but I'm a big believer in like going cordless. Like, like I don't know how you could design something <laughs> like this that would last for longer than, you know, a week on a battery charge, but it would be interesting to see if they could take this design and make it, uh, you know, last for a month or last for two months without, without, uh, without charging. That way it becomes much more flexible. Like I'm not a big fan of, of like putting it on my wall with a huge cord going down, but right. maybe some people are. But, uh, but outside of that, I'm really excited. Hoping to get my hands on one uh, when they become available and hoping to play around with it a little bit. Yeah, I was thinking about that too um, with the cord. Um, so I, I guess that one of the you know options could be is that there could be rechargeable batteries, like right. kind of like a like a plug-in pack that you would recharge and then like maybe a light right. would go on when it's time to recharge and you would just like rotate batteries out maybe. That's what I was thinking that, or, or I mean, part of the challenge is I, I just don't think that like, for me, at least when I think about uh, the trade-offs for low power, uh, that means that I'm not getting my always on display, or I'm not getting an OLED that's very bright, or I'm not always going to see the time or the calendar, or I'm not going to be able to say Alexa and it respond automatically. Those are right. things that I would, would lose if it was if it were to, to move to a low power device, but the things to gain are more flexibility in putting it up, uh, more flexibility in places you can put it. Um, so, 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 so we'll see. I, I, it will be interesting to see what the next version of this looks like, but we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, talk a little bit about widgets. Are are you thinking those are are a, a big game changer for developers, or, or I think so, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I think they could be. But here, here are some of the things that I think a lot about. Um, if I were to have, if I were to purchase uh, an Echo Show 15, I would most likely put it in my family room so that the entire family could see it. Right. Um, and that's fantastic and, and it will work, work fine. And, and then the question would be, what are things that are important to me that I don't necessarily want my family to see or things that I don't want guests to see, right? So let's say I cared about uh, you know, my steps for the day. That's an, that's an easy one. Like how many steps have I taken today and what's my current weight? So I don't necessarily, like, that's not overly private information, but I don't need to know if my guests need to know that I'm, you know, maybe slightly overweight um, this week because I ate too many slices of pizza. So I, I think the widget thing will be cool, but I think that there's a privacy aspect, not necessarily privacy from, you know, Amazon having your data, more along the lines of, what things do you want shown on that screen? What widgets are available? What things should not be available? So that's just something that I think that the community will have to work through as, as developers build skills. Yeah, and it, um, so th they already have out the ability to have a voice ID. So like uh, my son and I can talk to a device and like, who am I? And they'll say, oh, you are Mark on you know Mark's account or you're, you know, and so, um, they've talked about that and they've also talked about the fact that there's a camera in the Echo Show 15 and that there will be like a visual ID that they'll yes. be able to identify and that they'll, there'll be customization of the Echo Show 15. So I'm assuming what widgets show up or, uh, you know, what 
Um, like if, if you've got a to-do list that's personal to you or you know, your calendar right. versus the, you know, a family calendar. So that's, it's, um, so that's interesting. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering how that's going to play out and what kind of, uh, work that's going to be from a developer's perspective to, to do that. But, you know, maybe you can, uh, switch your widgets, but, um, depending on your profile, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause like what, if I walk up to it and I'll see my stuff, but if a guest comes up and takes a look at it, maybe they'll see something different, but they're like, Hey, what's this? And you walk up to it and all of a sudden it switches right. to your, <laughs> your personal information. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And, and look, I mean, I mean, that problem exists today a little bit with that problems. The problem's the wrong word. I mean, certainly with the 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 uh, the previous versions of the show that sit on a on a table. Clearly, they've got a display, and the same thing can maybe kind of happen. Yeah. Um, it'll it'll just be interesting to see. I think the other thing that I'm interested in understanding around widgets are right, are widgets, and maybe you know this because I haven't done the research yet. Um, are widgets? Can you? set up a widget so again let's use um let's use health as an example again like i want to know my steps you know at a particular point in time currently today like there's a weather widget that would show up and tell me the weather for the, the hourly forecast as a developer could i create a widget that is displayed without the user interacting with the device that just comes up in the normal display every 30 minutes i don't know if that's possible or not yeah. So my understanding in the first iteration, um, this is all from stuff from, from the, uh, the, the event and, you know, talking, you know, the, the Jeff uh, Blankenberg had a, a, a separate session um, after on Twitch that I think you can go find. Um, but my understanding is, is that um, a developer who has a skill can expose in that skill, one or more widgets um, and when you go to the device, uh, there's a widget gallery, which will list all of the widgets that are available, regardless if you have the, um, Got it. You know, the, the skill installed or not. So that's a great discoverability point. And then, yeah. um, you can choose uh, on the echo show 15, whether it's portrait or landscape up to six widgets to always be on the screen at all the time. Now, if you've got another Echo Show device, there's a sliding panel that comes out that will show the widgets on it at various points. But um, yeah, you can. And my understanding is also that there is some data that gets that gets pushed down to the device itself. So it's kind of okay. a push model. Um, if something changes in, in the system, so like maybe you have a widget that's showing the, the top scores for a game. Right periodically that information is going to need to be pushed down to every device. Okay. Um, and there's a, I think there's an API that does that. Um, so that's, that's, that's kind of my okay. understanding of it. So it's kind of a push data model, uh, but things Got are it. running just on the device and that's APL. Um, so the stuff that you need that you already know with APL right. is going to be hundred percent reusable for, okay. for okay. what you're doing. Yeah. Have you thought about what you might, you know, what use cases, might work with this device for things that you might like might build or oh, yeah so so I, you know i have a game called picture guesser which is right. a tile puzzle game so i would i would think that every day i could have just a uh, an image that shows up that that has tiles and you can just like quickly Got play it. and tap because that will be all local um so kind of you know get them uh, thinking about a tile game and then you can probably like right. push a button or something to then open up in the whole full screen, your, um, 
Yeah, your your skill with uh, with the APL and you know making sure that you're you're formatting things to the the big uh, Echo Show 15 format. Um, also, I've been thinking about um, I have a game called Snatch Word, where okay. um, periodically words get recycled through people say words that then they kind of expire and are available for people to snatch again. So I'm thinking of like a widget that would show those words that are available to snatch. And so then that would get people and, you know, kind of back into my game. Um, Like, Oh, this is what this word's available. And I'm going to try to snatch it. And so it's a way to even, so even with picture guesser, you could expose a widget for even, so let's say I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a user or subscribed to that, um, to that skill. But if you expose the widget, I might see it as I'm looking at widgets that might add, and that's a way to enhance me to, to activate that skill and use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And, and the fact that it's on the, uh, you know, if it's one of the ones that I, I choose to be on the screen, then right. that reminds me that it's available and, and, and kind of gives me a daily reminder to go check it out. So to go engage with the skill. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be great for things that, that have daily content um, or, you know, ways to, you know, I guess that's in the same lines as reminders or announcements right. that you can use to help people, okay. you know, increase uh, engagement. Uh-huh. One one question for you, and you don't have to answer, so I'll stir the pot a little bit. But I think one of our <laughs> champion fellow champions has has asked this question, right? Is this moving towards voice first or away from voice first? Like, what's your take on this? So, to me, when they say voice first, I always think that it's got to be a solid experience when you don't have a screen, okay. and that you can do things above and beyond that will enhance the experience with a screen. Um, so, I don't I don't think it does go uh, go against it you could see okay. something that's showing up on the you know your dashboard your family dashboard <clears throat> or info center whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and say oh this is something and then you're uh, as you're walking out the door and then you've got your echo auto in your car and you that reminds you to ask alexa about that thing and so then um so i you know i don't necessarily think it goes against it it's just another um well, avenue for engagement Got it. Okay. 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 I, I can I can be on board with that. I haven't really thought a lot about it, um, to be fair. But I know that others have have asked that question and and, and wondered, you know, where is Amazon taking this? And I think there's room for both. I think there's room for the displays. I think there's room for the uh, the non-display devices. I think there's room for the things that sit in your car and sit on your glasses and sit in your earbuds. There's room for, in your phones and your watches. There's room for everything. There's, <laughs> there's enough Alexa to go every place. So Alexa should be every place. Anyway. Yes, and I, I, I think that's what they're going for. I think I even read this week where they're um, putting uh, Alexa into refrigerators and, and with cameras that will watch your food, you know, kind of help you with that aspect. So, so and I, I think that's interesting because this delves into one of the other problems that w- was talked about, the um, the Halo. The Halo is, uh, like, there's different versions of it. I think it's called the the, the View. I, I always get the name wrong, but it's the one that, the, the, it's the wristwatch. Okay, uh, so it's the, it's like the fitness tracker. Yes, the fitness tracker. Okay, because be, before they had the, the, the Halo, Amazon Halo, which was just the band. Right, which would track you know heart rate and sleep and things, but this is is kind of more of a full functioning you know competitor to the exercise watches, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I think the question for me is like how much uh, again controversial take maybe. Uh, I have no problem. First off, let me start by saying I have no problem giving 
uh, Amazon, you know, Mothership Amazon, all my data. Like I, I'm of the belief that data is just easy to be captured every place and smart companies can correlate data between your email addresses and sites visited and just other things. So like, I don't, I don't have a problem. Like I've accepted that. And now it's for me, me, the, the, so what is all about uh, prevention of uh, misuse of data and then tracking to make sure that if there's a problem, I can do something. Right. So right. anyway, all that being said, is there an issue where you've got, you have Amazon, you know, via Alexa in your home, right. Serving up this content. And now they're getting information about you personally, right. They're, they're tracking your heart rate and how often you exercise and whatever else. So they didn't feed that, you know, is there concern that that's fed into another, you know, corporate system that's used for something else? I don't, I don't think so, but it, it does. You know, I guess as Amazon decides to expand their reach, it will be interesting to see what, how people feel about that, right? Yep. Um, again, I'm fine with it, so I will probably be buying one. Like I'm all, I'm all for like data integration, and the more that you know, it you know can be gleaned about me as a person, maybe that that makes better decisions. But maybe I put too much you know belief in the systems in the in the AI. Who knows? Yeah, and it's I, I think it's interesting because um, you know I see a day in the future where your personal information, whatever you want to share right. kind of goes with you. And it, it, you know, it may not be something necessarily that, um, that, that the device itself knows about until right. you're there. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 it's definitely an interesting to, you know, there's concerns to be about security, you know, about right. you know, getting hacked and what, what, you know, now everybody knows what your weight is. Uh, and, and that you're a terrible sleeper or I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and I guess, I mean, and I know there are people who are concerned, but my pushback would be that there are plenty of companies who know many, many things about you that we just may not be aware of. So let's get, like, so let's get over like your phones. Phones are a perfect example. We carry our phones every place. They have a microphone. They have GPS. Like they, if, if someone was malicious in their intent, they could record, you know, everything they wanted by your phone and track every place you go. But we have no problem taking our phones every place, even places we shouldn't go. So if we can carry our phone places, we should be fine having, you know, you know, using, you know, smart home ecosystems like Alexa in our homes and we should just be fine with it. That's my point of view, at least. Yeah, that's, uh, it's definitely one you know one of many opinions on on the subject. What are you excited about as far as um, I don't know either software or maybe additional hardware that would would go along with the the Halo View? So I'm excited for this thing called Matter. Matter is a um, alliance, for lack of a better word, between um, smart home ecosystems. So. Amazon's part of it, so it's Google, so it's Apple. Um, uh, hardware manufacturers are part of it, so you've got uh, all your smart light manufacturers and your smart thermostat manufacturers. They're all part of this ecosystem, and the goal is to make it very easy for those devices to talk to one another. I would have to assume that the Halo would be part of this as well. And just this concept of having a framework that allows these devices to talk much more easily opens up, I just think, a ton of possibilities to what you know a developer could make, what services they could provide, what things I as a consumer might be able to see and use. It's just, I just think it's really fascinating. I'm excited, excited about that release. I think it comes out middle of 2022 is when they plan to push them out to the devices and, and I assume have an SDK available. Um, I, I just think that that is going to take uh, 
hardware integration with Alexa to the next level. And I've, I, I'm a big believer that like, as great as the Alexa is, as great as the, as, it, as the skills are, I just believe that having the Alexa work in your, uh, any smart device, right? Ecosystem, to be fair. Uh, having it work in your physical world is the game changer. Like it's mm-hmm. one thing for it to talk to you. It's one thing for it to open a door for you or to turn on something or, or turn on or off a light or to, to, to impact your physical world. I'm just very excited about what that might look like. All right. And you think that's matters going to open up that uh, possibility I, quite a bit? That's the promise of it. The promise of it is that it removes the barrier of entry for software and hardware developers to, to better integrate hardware with, their smart home ecosystem. Now, that's the that's the promise. We'll we'll see, but um, it sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. But I've been disappointed before, so we'll, we'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out in another year or six months. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I'm amazed over in the you know last few years since I started being a champion is just how many smart home devices um, that Alexa connects with. That it, it's just. You know, mind blowing how much effort they've put into making things you know super yeah. easy. Uh, I, I remember thinking about and kind of tinkering around, like, oh, I do a smart home and I'm going to do an X10 plug, and I'm I, I just remember how clunky it was right. researching that and just thinking, man, that is a lot yeah. of money and a lot of effort, and uh, you know, and then you had competing standards and all kinds of stuff, and I. I think a lot of those yes. are being solved. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that, um, yeah, I mean, e- even in my home, we've probably got two or three different communication standards, which means I've got two or three different hubs. Like one set of lights works fine with my Echo Plus, which has a, um, a Zigbee uh, adapter. So it talks by Zigbee. Another one uses a different wave technology. Another one uses something else. I, I literally have three hubs in my uh, in my office connected to my router to connect all of my different smart lights and my alarm system and everything else. And that's just uh, that's just a little too much. A little too much fall. It's just hard for the. And I'm a tech guy, right? I grew up yeah. in tech, and it's hard, right? I couldn't imagine the average consumer saying, "Oh, let me get this hub for this thing, this hub for this thing. I, I do think standardization will be. And, what, and what's a hub again? You know, and they're, yeah, exactly. they're what's a hub? And where do I plug it? And like, what app do I use? And the, the light goes to this hub or to this hub? Yeah, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, and, and I think the show actually is going to be a really big part of that. Like, it, one of the things that drives me nuts, though, um, is that my kids leave their lights on upstairs, right? Um, and then I don't know if the lights on or off, or then I've got to go do the whole Alexa turn off the upstairs lights and, and everything. Like sometimes it would be nice as I'm walking out the door to just push two buttons. Like it would be great to, to, to walk by my Echo Show 15 on my wall and push one button to see what lights are on and another button to turn them off. Like to me, that's a, that I think would be faster than let me stop. Let me walk to the left. So let me tell it to this. Let me have this eight seconds of back and forth. Like sometimes I don't want dialogue. Sometimes I just want to push two buttons and, and go about my business. So have you investigated? I don't know if the, the uh, routines do this yet, but have you investigated just like uh, like geofencing and then um, being able to you know just do a routine that turns off all your lights? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it to that point yet? I, I have. I think you could do that. I think the problem is it has to be a complex set of geofencing because the rules might change depending on the day or the circumstance. Meaning okay, yeah. if I'm the last person in the, it, a couple of things, if the kids, 
let's pretend we use phones, right? So again, my kids, my oldest are in high school, my youngest is in elementary school. I've got four and three of them have phones, right? We are pretty strict parents. So they don't get their phones all the time. Their phones have to come downstairs at some point. Um, or sometimes we might even take the phones with us. So like, depending, like the phone is not always on their person. And that might dictate whether something should be on or off, or maybe it's in the summer and they're here and, and I'm leaving. Like, it's just, it's, it's it's certainly doable, but it's a lot easier when it's one person. It's a lot harder when there's six people in the house. We all have phones that can be used for for those type of capabilities. Yeah, no, that, that is interesting. So there is some um, chaos that needs to be tamed as far yes. as <laughs> yes. yes, how these things you know work just the way that we work. You know, because right. we're you know, things are different uh, during the day versus at night, weekdays versus weekend, summer versus yeah. school year, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and now they're on summer breaks uh, or fall break or whatever. Exactly. So, now, so now it's <laughs> exactly. like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so maybe that's something that we'll look at. I mean, right now it's just easier to just turn the lights off or just go upstairs and turn them off by hand. But, um, but maybe, maybe five years from now we'll have, have more integration and it'll be cleaner. Yeah. So I think some of it is, is, you know, trying to make the interface easy for, for us and some of it, um, even though voice is, is, you know, a natural interface that, that we right. use, um, there is some training on our side as far as what uh, what's possible or some habits to form. Like maybe, you know, you have to say a certain keyword right. when you're, when you're heading out the door. And um, so uh, I think, uh, I think we definitely have some more work in that area and, and it's really uh, made been made possible with having this device that understands you in your home. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's been growing and, you know, lots of different players are, are getting involved, but uh, Alexa's done a good job at, at making uh, something that wasn't in the home, very useful right. to be in the home. And, and I don't think people get this In fact, My son and I had this conversation because uh, one of our ordered Alexa devices just stopped working and I don't know why it stopped working. And I, was kind of like, oh, we should probably troubleshoot. I was like, you know what, buddy? I've got like four other devices downstairs unplugged. Let's just switch it out because I don't have the time for this. Anyway, um, he was like, I don't understand. Like, they're all the same. I was like, buddy, they're so different. Version one versus version four. Like, like I, I just don't think that, that the average consumer realizes how much technology goes into this and, and the refreshes that happen. Like, for example, um, the first versions of the Echo Show, like the, the Puck, uh, required an internet connection for almost all of its commands. The current version of the versions coming out now, a lot of that's offloaded on the device. So it will still turn on and off lights and set alarms and do things without internet connectivity. You can, like, moving that stuff closer to you means a, a, a better experience, a faster response time, you know, you know, less concerns about security because you're, you can choose to have some of your data, some of your things sit on the device. I, I just... It's really fascinating. And I know that we don't talk about it a lot as a developer community. And I know the consumers don't, but it's just uh, it's interesting to see how this device is evolving. Yeah. So you, not only do you, you know, you go from the Pringle scan on hockey puck to the the sphere and you know now you exactly. get you get branded things, you've got kids specific versions. Yeah. Um, yeah. that they, they talked about la, uh, last week at the this event. Um, um, hey Disney. So now yes. there's gonna be some new um, yeah, you know, new tie-ins there. So there's there's a lot that's happening. There's a I lot mean, that's they are, evolving. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, and I and I like their, I I like for the most part their methodology of hey, let's try something like this. Let's throw it to the wall and see what sticks, right? Yeah. Like 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 you know, is it El Dente, right? I I I do 
I, I like that, except when the uh, device is not continued. Like the, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the device that I absolutely love. And I have a couple, the tap, the tap, like the the the, the old Apple tap that's now discontinued. Yeah. I love that device. So maybe I'm one of the only ones in the world that loves it. But, yeah. So, uh, d- you know, we could go off and list, we could do the, the tap, we could do the dash wand. Yes. Uh, the, the Echo Look. Yes, was a was a was a short lived uh, product. Uh, yes. The spot, you know. Yes, yes, uh, the spot. Yep, another one <laughs> that that I still use. Like so, all these these old devices still get used in my home. Um, but I understand why maybe they weren't as popular. Um, but but I, I like the I like the fact that that Amazon is continuing to push the envelope there and putting out consumer products and and they're trying to see what's what's you know what works what doesn't work and then you know innovating and iterating based off feedback. Yeah, That's exactly. Cool. Well, um, we've got just a few more minutes here to talk and, and we at least have to mention the Astro. I, I know yes. uh, it had probably a lot of wow factor. I think it did what it was supposed to do, which was like get conversation talking, right. get some excitement up and just like, wow, let's do what Amazon's doing. Uh, it's a, you know, invite only release. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a you know a robot that roams around your house, um, not not unlike uh, maybe your um, smart vacuum with yeah. that, that that just goes around the house. It, the, the the Astro in this incarnation does not uh, isn't a vacuum as well, um, but not yet also, at least. We'll see. Maybe that maybe that changes. Yeah, maybe that does change. Maybe you know that's a a future version. But then the you know face of Astro is um, a display device, and yeah. so. I, I, can, I can only assume that that's going to be just like your other Echo Show type devices where you can then talk to it and see a screen and and tap and stuff. I've been thinking a lot about that. <laughs> My wife and I, I made the joke. It's like, you know, we've got uh, two cats and a dog. And yeah, it sounds as crazy as it as it sounds, but we, we make it work <laughs> anyway. And I was like, you know what? In five years, we're going to have all, you know, electronic mechanical pets. Like they'll crawl around and wheel around and it'll be great because we don't have to walk them. We don't have to like clean cat litter or pick up poop yeah. or whatever. Like they'll be, they'll be, they'll be all electronic. I, I don't know. I think it's fascinating and it's certainly spurred conversation. I don't know what the end game is. I don't know if the end game is, Hey, let's just show you what the art of the possible is, which is certainly that, or if it's a, Hey, no, we really believe that there is a, you know, some percentage of the market that would, would, want this and would be willing to spend the money um to have a device like this i just uh i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know what the future of the astro is but it is certainly uh getting people talking yeah you know so they've talked about that it can you know walk around your house and uh you know kind of roam around and be a a sentry of sorts um uh, checking on things um you know there's the idea of like oh i did i turn the the stove off go check you know so that type of thing. There's cup holders built in the back. So, you know, somebody, you could send, send it into the kitchen and somebody could put a beverage in there for you and send it back. Um, so, but it's also interesting because, you know, like you say, pets, pets serve a purpose. Um, and, uh, these devices, um, even, you know, if they're not pets provide connectivity to families, maybe, um, older parents, um, yeah. that might be living alone. Um, and so, you know, anything that's, that's convenient where the device can come to the person, uh, that, that might be, um, a, 
you know, a big thing. I think there's tons of opportunities for accessories and right. add-ons and, and different versions that would do different things. But uh, just getting one of these devices into in homes is, is a step forward. It, it is. Like, I mean, we might be, I mean, five years from now, we should schedule it now. Let's talk in five years. <laughs> and let's see. Like, there might be, like, I mean, it could, it could die on the vine or it could be this whole new way to interact with smart homes um, and that becomes the norm. Like, I just, I, I really don't know. I, I have no earthly idea, but I'm excited to see where it goes. And I give, you know, Amazon kudos, right? Kudos for making it. Kudos for getting the conversation going. And let's just see where it goes. Yeah. You know, and th- they're one of the you know few companies that are in the position where they're like, well, let's just build it and see what happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. 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 So cool. There were lots of other things. Well, so what are, what are you, what are you, what are you, oh, yeah, I was going to ask what what are you excited about? Oh, like we talked well, a lot about what I'm excited about. What are you? Well, excited about? yeah, I I I'm excited about the the Echo Show 15. I'm already thinking about okay. like what widgets. You know, how am I going to widgetify the skills that I have? Got what it. other widgets could <laughs> could be uh, uh, you know, made available? Um, just understanding that I think it's going to you know be a big thing. So that's probably the thing I'm most excited about. Okay. Um, there are some you know other devices like I'm interested in what the Echo Glow is going to be, um, or actually right. it might even just be the Amazon Glow. I'm not even sure how much uh, Alexified it is, or or how similar. It I always is get to confused develop. when it's called the yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So it's oh it's I think it's officially titled the Halo Glow, and it's it's kind of this device that's mostly vertical that's got kind of a portion of it that's a screen but then it also projects onto a tabletop um, and then that can be interactive so you could be talking to somebody and then maybe playing a game of sorts that's been projected i just think that's like like totally different than anything that i've seen so i was actually thinking about that and i was actually thinking about picture guesser when um when i heard about this i read about it when i Certainly when I heard about it, when it was released and I read a little bit about it um, this last weekend, could you project picture guesser onto a, onto a, a table with that and potentially have someone push? Like, can you? I, I think so. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm wondering, you know, is it, is it even APL behind the scenes? Right. Some, you know, completely different thing from skills from the model that we're used to making. I don't know. Okay. Um so it will be, you know, interesting to see that. I could also see where, like, maybe, um, you know, you don't have to have that on both ends. I guess, like, right. a, a child could have that, and somebody yeah. on the other end could be talking to their uh, Echo Show type device that would right. then, you know, do the, hmm. the two way communication. But what if you had one of those on each end, and you're playing a card game, and so the projection yeah. on your side would be your cards, and the projection on the other side would be somebody else's cards. Um, that would be kind of cool. or a chess game or a checkers game, like yeah. or battleship, or like yeah. like you could <laughs> you could uh, it'll it'll that will be interesting. It'll yeah, be interesting so, to see how this develops. So my hunch is that it's going to be something completely different. I'd be surprised and excited if it was the same you know skill set technologies yeah. that I already know for developing um, multimodal skills, right. uh, but. We'll just have to see when we get okay. some more information out. But that's something right. that, that I'm kind of, you know, 
excited about for the future when it when it comes out or you know more information comes out about it but the thing i'm really the, the most excited about is is the widgets and the echo show 15 okay okay well, well we will see when that when that when it starts to get in people's hands and we start to to see you know skills in the wild it'll be interesting to see how people innovate innovate with it and use it <laughs> well exactly well hey darian i you know i just really you know, appreciate you taking some time out of your your schedule it's been no, awesome fantastic. talking to you no, this is like, this is like, uh, I was uh, saying beforehand, like I'm, I'm off this week. So it's nice. Like normally at this time, I'd be in a series of client calls and doing like day job stuff, which is extremely important. It pays the bills, but it's nice to have a week off. And like, I've got all my hardware on my desk. I've been uh, tinkering and making and building. I was able to do this podcast. It's fantastic. Love it. Thank you so much for, for inviting me and having me. Yeah. Well, uh, great. And Hey, just uh, to our listeners out there, um, you know, We'd love to, to know what you're thinking about as far as these de- uh, devices. We didn't get the, a chance to cover everything that was in the event. Um, but, you know, what, what are you excited about? What, uh, what questions do you have? And, uh, and you know, we'd love to, to hear that. We'll also uh, give you some links to some of the projects that uh, Darian's working on. And you can just see the, the Star Trek computer and the candles, uh, the mirror, whatever um, that you're excited about. And maybe you'll start... Uh, uh, being inspired and becoming a maker as well. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll wrap up. Thank you for this uh, uh, episode. And uh, we're signing off. Two voice devs. Two voice devs. Take care, everybody. Thanks, Daria. <laughs> no problem. Um...